0: It's the Ringer NFL Show, part of the Ringer Podcast Network. I'm Kevin Clark. Joined today from Radio Road to the Super Bowl by Roger Sherman, Danny Kelly, Mr. Robert Mays is traveling. Big day. Two of us are wearing ties, which... Which two? I guess is the mystery for the for the podcast listener, not for the video. audience. Whoever's watching
1: on video knows which two. We'll, can we never say it? Those are the. Podcast, I think they'll know. To... I was not aware that we were going to be on video
2: for this particular podcast. I so,
0: well, Danny, there's a huge camera here.
2: <laughs> well, I realize that now. Yeah.
0: So we're talking there's about a very bright
1: light.
2: We're also, talking... I didn't bring a tie.
0: Do you
1: own a tie? Do I do own, ties own several the... ties. Yes. I brought ties, and I'm like the
0: least put together person that anyone's ever met. Yeah. That is true. Okay, so we're at the Super Bowl. This is an amazing game. Kansas City Chiefs against the San Francisco 49ers. Media night is tonight, which is yeah. equal parts instructive and kind of a circus. But you can... <laughs> kind of? Who's it instructive for? Well, uh, you do get to talk to some of the, you know, the assistant coaches and play, guys who don't normally talk get to talk. And if you want to sort of get away from, like... Some reporter who's like dressed as a clown, or or whatever, or, or some reporter who's acting like a clown. Either way, you can you can get away. Those people are near like Jimmy Garoppolo.
1: It's like the one time that talking to like a media member for a serious article is like a preferable option, because <laughs> otherwise you're talking to like the, someone who's like trying to ask you
0: questions in a foreign language about like I don't even know what. The best media night story I have, and it, it didn't even involve me, it involved you guys, two of you, where <laughs> Eagles kicker Jake Elliott took his credential off and just started walking around with you guys because he, could he didn't want to be asked any questions, so he just pretended to be a ringer staffer. And
1: he was like a five eight, you know, 190-pound yeah, guy. Tracked. He looked very <laughs> unathletic. He looked very, he really fit in.
0: very much like a ringer employee. It It's more of a
1: circus, and it's always funny because I go around and My job is to make dumb videos. Yeah. And your job is to write interesting things about football. Mm-hmm. So I'll be in the midst of the circus and then I'll look over and you're like talking to like tight ends coach. <laughs> and I'm like asking questions like, what do you think about the halftime show? Yeah. That's not what we I do actually, on the video. That the, would be a Niners, video.
0: The, the Niners tight ends coach is John Embry, who I wrote about earlier this year. Oh, he's, the stop he, <laughs> he's the one that. talking to tight ends coaches. And he knows what they look like. He's too. the one. who used to be the coach at Colorado. And he's the one that told George Kittle to stop getting tackled, which is the origin story uh. of George Kittle. And he just did it. Yeah. Should probably read the story, Roger. So, okay. <laughs> I mean, it's on the <laughs> ringer.com. It why didn't us, he yeah. tell more people to do that? I think he has. That's oh, why not nine, everybody is kidding. He killed probably them. told Debo That's Samuel. That's why they made the Super Bowl. Yeah, and Mustard. All right. <laughs> because of the no tackles. <laughs> and strategy. the no, no tackles. Life hack, stop getting tackled. <laughs> All right. So, let's talk about the game a little yeah. bit. Uh, this is an incredible game it's a matchup that I think you know when I was going through some of the individual matchups I was really intrigued you know Patrick Mahomes is better than Jimmy Garoppolo but when you look at these two quarterbacks they when you combine their winning percentages uh, average it out it's about 79% which is the best in history no quarterback duo has ever been more uh, adept at winning games than than these two Uh, Patrick Mahomes according to PFF is having the best postseason run of all time or that they've tracked George Kittle according to PFF is the best player in football like, every, right, right. every side has something, whether that's Richard Sherman against Teron Matthew, you know, two, two of the best defensive backs of their era, um, whether that's Kyle Shanahan against Andy Reid, just two incredible play callers who come from different but similar branches. I mean, Mike Shanahan actually did work in San Francisco under George Seifert, so he, is, he touches the Mike Holmgren, Bill Walsh branch, but obviously the Mike Shanahan, Kyle Shanahan branch is just very different. So the narratives here are plentiful. Danny, when you look at the matchups here, What stands out where you say, okay, this is my number one want-to-see-it match up on Sunday?
2: Well, I think it comes down to, you know, overall the Chiefs' team speed versus the 49ers' defensive speed. I think that's, like, the bottom line foundational thing that I'm going to be watching. Uh, More specifically, like, Sherman and Mosley versus Hill and Hardman. Also, they have, you know, Sammy Watkins isn't slow. Yeah. You know, Demarcus Robinson. They've got so much speed on that offense that— To me, I'm just really excited to see how the 49ers deal with that because they just they you know they have to do some schematic things to kind of deal with the fact that these guys can just run you know straight down the field faster than pretty much anyone in the NFL at this point. Um, Whether that means you know disguising things at the snap or right before the snap, um, kind of dropping into things, hoping to delay. Uh, hoping to delay Mahomes long enough that they can't just launch like a deep bomb, you know, yeah. and let their front get home. Cause I think, you know, they have a very dominant front the 49ers do. And so I think, you know, in, instead of just giving up like 15 yards at the, at the line of scrimmage, which they may do and just try and force um, the chiefs to like put together 12 play, you know, drives pretty much the whole game. That could be something that they do. Um, but other than that, I think you know they're going to have to maybe try and do just some disguises on defense and things like that. They can't just run like a straight cover three and hope that it works against this kind of speed. I think there's just too many things the Chiefs can do to beat that. And so that chess, that chess match, I think, is going to be really interesting.
0: It's interesting. You talked about the front four. I saw a great stat from James Palmer from the NFL Network. He said in the last 15 years... Every team that's had more than 55 sacks has won and played in the Super Bowl has won. That's the 2015 oh, wow. Giants, 2011, excuse me, 2015 Broncos, 2011 Giants, 2010 Packers, 2008 Steelers, 07 Giants, 05 Steelers. All of them have won the game. We know, you know, everyone says, it always makes me laugh, you know, oh, the, the best way to get in someone like Tom Brady's face or Patrick Mahomes' right. face is be able to rush four. Right. And that's such an easier said than done thing. And these guys might be able to get pressure right. with these four. And I think that's really important to note. And that's why I think that they have a little bit of an advantage. It's interesting to me. I talked to Brett Veach uh, earlier this season. We were talking about that team speed. And he was saying one of the advantages, and it's it's a kind of a chicken and egg thing with the Chiefs, but one of the advantages of having Patrick Mahomes is you can draft these 4-2 burners, whether that's Tyreek Hill, uh, obviously, he was he, he preceded uh, the Mahomes starting era, but Tyreek Hill, uh, Hardman is another one. Yeah. He can draft these 4-2 burners, and they have the quarterback who's going to get them the ball on the fly right. 50 yards down the field. Not everybody can do this. This is me yeah. talking, not Veach, this part. But, you know, if you have a a short-armed quarterback, and you have Hardman, well, he might get wasted. Right, uh, right. know, we've seen plenty of fast guys you can't get the ball to, and so Mahomes' ability to get those guys, the ball on the fly down the field, is it, it really takes advantage of the speed. So it's really one of the perfect marriages. We, there's so many things that fit totally perfectly in this game, Yeah. and one of them is Patrick Mahomes versus the receivers, and then against the, the how much time Mahomes gets to do that versus that that front four
2: yeah and it's going to be really interesting too um you know you mentioned the getting home with four thing it's going to be really interesting to see if they kind of try and do that whether they try and blitz because Mahomes last game you know in the in the AFC championship game he he made some real plays with his legs too yep. scrambling and, and when things fell apart you know, he kind of got outside the pocket and was able to do a lot of things. And so when you rush with four, sometimes that could be an issue. You have to maybe spy him with somebody. Yep. You know, the 49ers have a lot of speed in the um, at their linebacker core, so that could be something that they try and do. But, I, you know, it's just there's no easy answer to, you know, stopping the Chiefs. But I think, um, you know, that matching up with that team speed is going to be really important. And the other thing that's really, like you were saying, you know, this team, they can they can he can get rid of the ball. Mahomes can get rid of the ball really quickly yeah. and just throw it up for his guys and let them run under it. You know, he he's got really good anticipation. He can read the defense. He's very very smart. So, you know, it's not necessarily like you need to give him 3 seconds for these guys to get deep. Like he can get drop back, hit his back foot and just launch it. And that that's what makes them so dangerous. So, yeah. Um, that, that chess match is, yeah, again, it's going to be really, really interesting. Ian
0: Harditz from Roto World had this. The, the 49ers blitzed at the fourth lowest rate in the league in 2019. And it's funny because he has the career splits from Mahomes, and he's above 108 both when being blitzed and not being oh, blitzed. So great. it doesn't actually yeah. matter. Like right. it, it's not one of those things where, oh, man, you got to send the house against him. No, he's probably going to be good anyway. So, right, I mean, there's right. really there's not a lot you can do to actually shut down Patrick Mahomes. The times we've seen him shut down. In 2019, We didn't see him at all in 2018. The times he was shut down in 2019, it was because he was hobbled by an ankle injury right, or right. a knee or a hand. So, I mean, I just think that there's he's going to put up points. It's just about damage control at some point. Yeah,
2: and I think, again, going back to making, them, making the, the Chiefs put together long drives is sort of similar to what they do on offense in terms of, you know, they want to run the ball. They want to run the clock. They want to shorten the game that way. And the 49ers' defense is, like, the number one priority is not to get beat deep. Like, that's Robert Salah's number one, like, tenet is don't get beat deep. Don't give up explosive plays. So maybe they'll just, you know, drop back and be content to let the Chiefs just take these six or seven, you know, yard or whatever pickups. But, like, make them, force them to convert in the red zone, force them to win other ways than having those explosive deep passes. And so hopefully, you know, they, the idea would probably be, to like, hopefully they stop them a few times and force field goals instead of touchdowns. And that's really, like, what they have to do, I think.
0: And so, yeah. Roger Sherman, what are you looking forward to in this game?
1: Um, the, the, the 49ers just won by just running outside over and over and over and yep. over and over again. Chiefs have one of the worst run defenses in the league. Uh, wasn't really a problem because they tend to have, like, a two-score lead pretty quickly. Yeah. So most teams. That's the
0: best way to take Derrick Henry out of the AFC title game is just start scoring points and be up at the halftime. Yeah, yeah, and uh, so that worked last week. Yeah. Um, the wait, Derrick Henry's not in this game.
1: I haven't seen him <laughs> on radio <laughs> Row yet. Yeah, but I'm sure he'll show up by like Wednesday or yeah. Thursday. Um, but the the 49ers' running game is very different. The Titans are just yeah. a, we're just going to throw Derrick Henry at you and see what happens. Whereas. The 49ers are more about, you know, scheming guys to the outside and they just they just killed the Packers with it for an entire game last week. And it wasn't one of those things where they were just running because they had the lead. That was also true. But I'm curious whether the the Chiefs can um, get the guys uh, in positions to make stops on those outside runs.
0: Yeah, Yeah. And they asked Kyle Shanahan about that this week. They said, why did you only pass eight times? He said, Because it was working. And that's that's the kind of flexibility that that Shanahan has. And it's very Belichickian in the sense that like, I'm not going to pass 15 times just to pass 15 times. Uh, They were, it was working and and there was no way for the Packers to stop it. So I think that was, that was important to me because I just think that they've won games where Jim Garoppolo has thrown the ball 30 times. Like he, he is, he's a capable quarterback, but they actually don't need him. And one of the defining characteristics, I think of 2019 and maybe this half decade of football is making when you have a great quarterback or a good quarterback, I don't think is great, but he, I think he's good. I think <laughs> right. Chiefs have a great quarterback. But when you have a good quarterback, treat him like a luxury, right? And, and and I think that that's what the Niners have done. They've built around him. They have some incredible guys who essentially Garoppolo, if he wanted to, can operate like a point guard. He can get the ball to George Kittle or Debo Samuel. They can just run people over. I mean, George Kittle can just take a, a six-yard a six yard pass and just truck people, the people. Yeah. yeah,
1: for, well, for thirty yards. Learn not to get tackled.
0: That was a real bring. Roger, you gotta read
1: the story. It's pretty good. <laughs> I'm trying to let our podcast and video audience know that this is a great story they need to read by acting
0: and you're like you're like blaming me for not reading it. I'm just I, I'm I'm using you as an avatar for the listener who hasn't read. <laughs> okay, it. Okay, there we go.
1: Yeah. So this the Forty ers will do something over and over again. If you can't stop it, right. the question is can the Chief stop it? Yeah, I think the
2: interesting thing to me about the 49ers run game versus like the Titans, for instance, is uh, Shanahan's scheme is so. It actually reminds me of what the Patriots have done in previous years, where they just run so many different styles of runs. You know, whether it's what they're doing blocking up front, inside, outside, and then they add in all this eye candy in terms of uh, you know jet sweep, motion, orbit motion. Every play has a little bit of something to. Throw off defenders and get them thinking, and so um, it's not just like we're going to bang our heads up against a wall and hope for, hope for the best. You don't have like a two hundred and fifty pound running back. Not that's not you know that's not what the Titans were doing exactly, but they were inviting you know people into the into the box because they think Henry can beat them. This is totally different. They're using scheme to to design a run game that can really pick up a lot of chunk yards, and they're doing it with multiplicity and just. Shanahan just has a really good ability to pick out like a weak point of defense and, and attack it.
0: So Shanahan is the new motion god of football. Yeah. How does that, the, the pre-snap motions, how does that help their run game and how does that confuse defenses? Because I think that in a weird way, when you talk to defensive coordinators this year, McVeigh's motions... I'm not going to say they stopped working, but people kind of trash. McVeigh's <laughs> <laughs> McVeigh McVay was the motion. Uh, listen, Shanahan's been the, the motion god for five years, but but Shan uh, McVeigh had a nice run as as motion prince of right. football last Sean, year. They washed. <laughs> 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 and uh, and and so, how does Kyle Shanahan um, keep motion as the most important thing in that offense, and how does that use yeah. defenses?
2: Well, I won't pretend to know exactly how he goes about doing it because he's a, he's a run game savant, but. The basic motion. Uh, he's a motion god. Yeah, he's a motion We're god. We're running with
1: bet. motion god, huh? Um, what it does We're in a lot of it.
2: cases, and, and this is for the run and the pass, is when he motions, it either tells the offense exactly like what you know what defense. Yeah, it, it tells the offense what the defense is doing in a lot of cases, and it also can change the rules for what they're doing. So they they'll have a guy motion across the field, and that changes the responsibilities of the deep safety or whatever. Um, you know, there's ways that he can use that motion to uh get defenses to check into something more basic or whatever you know there's a lot of different things I'm sure that he does um but it, it the the idea is to dictate kind of what's what you're dictate to the defense what you're doing and, and and based on what they do then they can you know do like a million different things off of that and there was a clip last week where um you know Shanahan was talking to the to the ref he's oh like, yeah. he's gonna run a five yard out He's gonna try and go inside and then go outside. The guy's gonna grab and throw the flag. Like this is how he sees the game. He knows exactly like what the defense is gonna be doing on just about every play. And so And by the
0: way, the Chiefs lead the NFL in defensive holding penalties. Did <laughs> yeah, you know there that? There you go, there you go. So basically he's gonna be doing that every single play. He's just gonna find a ref and say, watch defensive holding. Yeah. So I think the Jeff, ref
1: telling things God. I'm working on that one. we <laughs> so,
0: it. So uh, I thought that was interesting. You know, it reminded me a little bit. I used to cover a bunch of different sports when I was really young, and I remember being in a hockey game, and I, I was sitting in front of this guy, Lou Lamarillo, who's like the best hockey GM ever. He built all his Devils teams. And he, w- he was sitting behind me, and he was just like, They were skating down the ice. Nothing was happening. And he just yelled, oh, don't hook. And there was nothing happening. And then this guy, (laughs) I think it was this guy Colin White, just randomly hooked somebody. And he just saw it from a mile away. And I was just like, man, that was amazing. (laughs) I guess this guy had a tendency to, when he was randomly skating behind people to hook him. Anyway, um, when you can see that kind of thing, that just shows next level ability. I think I don't want to compare for the third time Kyle Shanahan to Bill Belichick, but that is a little bit Belichick. One of the things about... Belichick, you're shaking your head, Roger. Are you upset at these? I at just Belichick. wanted one Super Bowl yeah, without, without Bill Belichick, Belichick here. <laughs> um, <laughs> so and, uh, it reminds uh, me a little bit, you know. One, no one knows the rules like Bill Belichick. No one. And you know, I remember talking to my prayer and some of those guys, and they were telling me that when they give a, a briefing to. The, the coaches in the preseason, nobody ever asked any questions, and Belichick and his assistants would ask, like, 50 questions. Yeah. And when you see some a video like that, you understand. I will say that Kyle Shanahan, aside from going viral for the ref thing, he also went viral for a five-year-old clip of him owning Mike Pettin. Did you guys see I this? I didn't see that one. Did you
1: see it? Like, in, what well, was so, the context? So he just- Mike
0: Pettin was like, I think we should run here. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah, yeah, Kyle yeah, yeah. Shanahan just gave him a very – I, I want to be careful with the adjective here. It was a very like, uh, <laughs> like it wasn't even like I can't believe you're doing this. It was more like, really, bro, like really. But <laughs> yeah, also and, like, and
1: Petten like Petten was like, comes well, back no, he
0: he didn't even. There was no verbal cue from Shanahan. It was all facial, and so Petten was like, I trust you. Run your best play, and then he got first down. So that's that. Oh, I do remember. Justice that, yeah. for the 2014 Browns. Something Robert Mays is. Back to the the 2014 Browns. Yeah,
1: always. <laughs> motion god could have gotten them farther than they ended up going
0: before we move on, let's take a quick break. Bank United wants you to go for more. Enter for a chance to win $54,000 if a team goes for and completes a two-point conversion during the big game on February 2nd. All you have to do is follow at Bank United on Twitter and tweet at Bank United your answer to what you would do with $54,000 using the hashtag GoForMore54. Everyone has a chance to win. The more tweets you send, the more chances you have of winning. And if a team completes a two-point conversion, you could win. Again, follow Bank United on Twitter and tweet at Bank United your answer to what would you do with $54,000 using the hashtag GoForMore54. There is only one prize. Many may enter, but only one may win. Must be 18 years of age to enter. For official rules, visit www.GoForMore54.com. That's go for more and the number 54.com. Bank United, NA member FDIC, neither Twitter nor the NFL entities have offered, administrated, endorsed, or sponsored the sweepstakes in any way. And while we're here, TurboTax is here to help this tax season by making tax filing easier for you. They've made it their mission to give you all the tools and advice you need to get your taxes done with confidence, like making uploading your W-2 as easy as taking a picture. Just use your phone or tablet to simply snap a picture of your W-2 and then watch your information appear in the right place in your tax return. You can be sure you're filing taxes correctly, while at the same time making sure you're getting the best possible refund. TurboTax. All people are tax people. So the story is is that there's many reasons Kyle Shanahan left Cleveland, but one of them is that he disagreed with with the Johnny Manziel uh, starting situation. So basically they picked, in so many words, they picked Johnny Manziel over Kyle Shanahan, which the jury's still out. (laughs) Um, I still believe... Is and he John, in the XFL Is he I in the XFL? He
1: could be in the XFL. We'll bring that up. He was in the AAF.
0: <laughs> Jason Gallagher just informed me he's not listening to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so that's where we're at. Um, he's a free agent. He's soon to be in the XFL. He'll probably be on Radio Row. He'll probably be a Thursday guy. I want to just clarify that I don't still believe
1: in Johnny Menzel, but it took, like, me and I was up against Kyle Shanahan for some time on this through, like, 2016. I was still, like... Yeah, this could be a thing. It yeah. was never
0: a thing. It was never a thing, Danny. Yeah, let's assume the Patrick Mahomes and George Kittle are the two best players in the field. Do yeah. you agree with that premise? Yeah. Who's the third best player in this game?
2: I think you could make the argument Jason Kelsey or Travis. Travis Kelsey. Kelsey. Yeah, I've been. I'm going to do that like 17 times this okay. week already. Uh, Travis Kelsey. Just they don't because look, of what- I want to
0: be... One second. They don't look anything alike. <laughs> no, it's incredible. No. It's really strange. It's, it's
2: like twins or whatever. Sorry.
0: Yeah, They're just... Twins, the, the not the movie, not the concept of twins. The movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito. Right, the concept, <laughs> the concept of twins
2: would be that they looked similar. Right,
0: exactly.
1: Um, this is the opposite. Yeah, yeah. Normally, when you see like sports brothers, sports bros, yeah, like they they are the same position. They're yeah, like they have the same general skill set. But the Kelseys are
0: are different humans. Who are the, when you think of sports brothers uh, who look alike and do the same things? So who are you thinking about? Um, Not a, I, I, let's let's remove identical twins. Little, oh yeah, from the I equation. Was gonna, I was going to go down all the identical twins. I think twins. Jason and Jeremy Giambi are kind of wow, it's like a Gemini a, man. A, except that one of them is was really good, and one of them wasn't. Um, I,
1: I <laughs> uh-huh. all I, all the McCowns I feel are the barbers. Uh, well, no, are they there, play they're different identical.
0: positions, and they're identical.
2: They're identical. Do we want to get back on track with the best player, or do no. you want to keep talking Jeez. about twins?
0: Danny, you're really interrupting, kind uh, of. Because no, there's kidding. a
2: lot of there's a lot of very we good. we get back to okay. talking
0: McCowns. Yeah, the McCowns. I, the McCowns don't look a ton alike. <laughs> I will say that. All right. So there's a third McCown brother, by the way. His name's, I believe his name's Randy. The Cooper. The, there's a Cooper of the McCown, yes. Randy. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. All right. So we talk about quarterbacks. So I want to say I actually have day. a
0: rant on the Giambi brothers. I'm not going to do right now. I'll save it for April. All right. I was going to say before he's, I, he's on radio. Jeremy's on radio. Yeah, Row Jeremy, on, not on not Wednesday. Jason. Jason's a Friday guy. Okay, <laughs> Danny, who's the third best player in this game?
2: I was going to say is Richard Sherman. He's Richard Sherman. The current
0: is, version of Richard Sherman. Richard I think Sherman is still up there. So he is is the third best passing rating pass, passer rating against his career. Uh, by yeah. far the best yards per reception of his career. He's amazing. He's playing really freaking well, and yeah. he's right when to go on those rants and say by every metric he's the best quarterback, cornerback of his generation. He's right yeah. to go on a rant and say the only people who say he's not the best are haters, haters like Roger Sherman, <laughs> not us. We're, we're, we're Richard Sherman respecters. And so I, I, I think there's a case to be made. I do think there's probably better players in this game, but I think that that's – Maybe
2: the current version, yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I love Richard Sherman. And we're welcoming our guest, Durrell Rivas. <laughs>
1: Darrell, do you have any thoughts? <laughs> just run with it for the people who aren't watching the video.
0: I'm <laughs> around the pod thing, so he just slid up a chair. So who else, who else is in contention for the third best player in this game? Raheem uh, Mostert. Raheem Mostert, yeah. I don't know about Did that. Did you see how
1: many yards well, he had? yeah will the say only this. stat that
0: matters. I will say this. Danny Heifetz wrote this for the ringer. It was a good piece. Another piece you should read, Roger you should Sherman. Is should read that, yeah. Is that, I, Mostert is... In the Mike Shanahan mold, just kind of a, a random running back, just yeah. getting a ton of yards, which is something we were accustomed to in the '90s with Mike Shanahan, and now his son is doing the same thing with Mostert. And look, there's a lot of guys in that backfield. There's a lot of talent in that backfield, but the ability to scheme those yards, uh, I thought that was really impressive.
2: Yeah, he's like his speed. The way that they use his speed, it almost looks like he's slaloming through the defense yeah. at times. Like he just
1: he's a he was a return man. Like, from the first, like, oh, three years of his so career, sense. and he, yeah. like, kind of looked like one shot return, out of a cannon. Return
0: men, there's a lot of GMs who value return men in the draft because they think that it implies a type of athleticism that right. is important to the NFL game. The Steelers, I believe, were into that. There's,
2: there's a thought in the fantasy circles, too, that, like, if you have a very good, if you're a good return man in college... Yeah. A lot of times that translates. So. Or Daryl Patterson, first what, overall, baby. Yeah.
0: What exactly are the fantasy circles? You
2: know, like the fan, the fantasy people, fan, fantasy football people. No, I like that. I just I'm like. Not I just names. like. <laughs> give... <laughs>
0: name I don't want,
2: names. Kelly. I don't want to name names. <laughs> I right, uh, was talking about like, hey, fantasy football leagues. I'm or... gonna I'm gonna list off some people so people don't. All right, we're gonna pull
0: the fantasy circle. Da- Danny Kelly listing good players. No, no, no. So here we go.
2: De- DeForest Buckner, very good. Oh. Yeah. Nick Bosa. Nick Bosa, very good. I
0: think Nick Bosa. Has a real case to be made for yeah. here
2: for the third best player in this game. I, I was yeah.
1: surprised he didn't come up in
0: here.
2: I mean, yeah, he he definitely does. I think Tyron Matthew is very good. Very good.
0: Second half of the season, he's played as well as anybody in in Chris at his Jones, position. Very good player, Chris Jones. But there's a lot of I very, feel like very Chris. Good. That's what that's the point. Top that's the point. That's the reason I asked the question is because there's so many freaking good players. Yeah. in this game, it's just it is a stacked football game. There
1: Can you. I just say I, remember, I remembered another set of brothers who all do the same thing? The Colquitts. <laughs> all the Colquitts are out there punting, and we got a Colquitt here. <laughs> like, We've this, been blessed the with Sutter, the Colquitts. The
0: Sutters and hockey, just like nine of them. I, I don't know. Stop bringing up hockey, man. That's your second <laughs> oh, time. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> you, 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 you interrupted to bring up the Colquitts. <laughs> I, I apologize that I was interrupting your point. <laughs> all right. as, in Richard, no, yeah. as Richard Churchill said, don't interrupt me while I'm interrupting you. <laughs> all right. So... Keep listing good players, Danny. Uh, <laughs> okay,
2: so we, we could just go down the line, cool. offensive linemen.
0: Mitchell Schwartz, Mitchell very good. Schwartz is good. Danny,
1: can you list every player good. in the game 1 through 106? <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: Probably not.
0: Are they the practice squads? We no, haven't no, even no, talked about right, Frank Danny, Clark. Danny, make, make a determination. Who's the third best player in this game?
2: I'm going to go with Richard Sherman.
0: Okay. I'm going to go with Nick Bosa, but I think that Richard Sherman is is in the hunt yeah, there. yeah. And I think...
2: I mean, we didn't talk about him. Tyree Kill is one of the most dynamic receivers in the NFL, too. And the way yeah. that he changes the way that teams have to play, he's very, very important, too. So, yeah. I mean, like, bottom line is it's very difficult to choose because there's so many yep. players just at the top of their game right now, which is why it's such a fun game.
0: Yep. Um, if there's an X factor in this game, I know that's such a talk radio question, but I think it's important when there's so many good players. And I'll ask both of you this. And this can be a coach. It could be an assistant. It could be a player. It could be... The wind. I don't care yeah. if there's something that's going to help determine this game that we're not thinking of, Danny. Who is? What is it? Oh my gosh, that's
2: a very good question. The first thing that came to my mind is who is going to emerge on offense for the Chiefs after yeah. Kelsey and Hill. Like if, because they kind of rotate. It's like Demarcus Robinson sometimes. Yeah. Obviously, Sammy Watkins is still a part of that, even though you know he hasn't really done much this season. I mean, I think if they can get a guy like Mikael Hardman involved, um, because my guess is obviously their their game plan is going to be to do everything they can do to get Hill and Kelsey locked down. Um, so that was that was like what I was thinking. Like if one of those guys, either either Watkins or Hardman, goes off, I think the Chiefs, I think the
0: Chiefs. Watkins is doing like a a J.D. Drew situation right now, where he was a bad contract for two years, <laughs> and now after that AFC Championship game, he is. After the toe-drag, toe-drag god, all that stuff. I feel like... <laughs> How many gods are, are there, this is, there? This, this, this is This is a lot of gods. This is a god-filled game. On some, like, ancient Greek? Yeah. yeah are you okay. saying a G-A-W-D god. A-W-D or G-O-D? I'm saying both. But which <laughs> yeah. ones am I saying which for? Um, I think that Sammy Watkins now is going to strangely be considered, like, a Chiefs hero going forward. And then if he's the Super Bowl MVP,
2: there's been weir- there's been weird Super Bowl MVP <laughs> What
0: just happened?
2: <laughs> Say that Sammy Watkins is the Super Bowl MVP. Yeah, does he's that mean the chiefs it. have to keep him next year on his no. 28 million or whatever no. it is? Like no.
0: there have been many <laughs> did not Larry Brown sign with the Raiders after he won the Super Bowl MVP from the Cowboys? I mean there's been a handful of those. yeah.
1: How do how do we pick Super Bowl Malcolm, It always Malcolm, ends up being
0: like the wide receiver all, all who has a lot of catches or, or instead of the quarterback. If, if Tom Brady gets a, you know, it, yeah, if the quarterback has a decent performance, they usually get it. Usually. But then sometimes it's like Julian Edelman or Dion Branch. Right. If the quarterback doesn't have like a great performance. But they, the default is to give it to Tom Brady's won it four times. Mm,
1: that's pretty good.
0: Yeah, that I, is. Pretty that's good. like up there. That's... F- Elliman <laughs> won it last year. Foles. Von Miller won it. Malcolm Smith won it. And yeah, Von Malcolm Miller Smith. deserved
1: it. For the pick Jacoby six, Jones, right? baby. Yeah. Did he not... I, well, I,
0: that, w- that was not a Super Bowl that he scored that. Didn't he win it, though? Uh, No. Okay. Joe, Fla- Joe, do Joe, remember
1: Joe Flacco won it. I just made I just made up Jacoby Jones. Jacoby Jones, no, he made the, he was the was top
2: eight. 100 list the next year, though. He did? Yeah.
0: What a strange
2: time it that was. It was a very...
0: I remember that specifically. Uh, Dion Branch won it. Dexter Jackson, and now Sammy Watkins, and now Sammy Watkins will join the. Watkins. And that, uh, so Dexter Jackson is a good example. He won in two thousand three, and then he immediately signed with the Arizona Cardinals. And by two thousand nine, he was in the Florida Tuskers, which uh, Sean McVay was on that staff. Wow. Yeah, the first time I ever met Sean McVay, we were talking about uh, the Tuskers a- apartments in Orlando. <laughs> I feel like I may have wasted Sean McVay's time. He was a tight ends coach. He was a tight ends coach in Washington, Roger. Who,
1: so who's the, who's the Chiefs tight ends coach? I don't know. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I I turned to you for tight ends coach coverage. All right.
0: All right.
1: Who's going to win this game? Roger Sherman. I I've I've been a Chiefs fan for – well, not a Chiefs <laughs> fan. I've been saying the Chiefs would win the Super Bowl for most of the last, like, 14 months. Yeah. And it didn't work out last year. And I'm not changing my mind. Okay. I am changing my mind on my pick that the Browns would be good this year. Yeah. Me too. Yeah.
0: I will also say I picked the Chiefs to make the Super Bowl from the AFC. And I did not make a pick in the NFC. And I wouldn't look it up if I were you. Okay. <laughs> got it. Uh, Danny Kelly, who's going to win this game? Uh, I got to go with the Chiefs also. Yeah. Although...
2: Recent history and actually more than recent history, all history would indicate that the good, like the top defense, would win in this scenario. And it has happened a lot in the Super Bowl.
0: But here's the question: But I don't know if that means anything. This Chiefs defense, even though they went down 24 points, that was through a kind of a series of cascading errors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Special teams. This Chiefs Cole defense quit. is playing really well, and I think that if you if these two teams played at midseason before the turning point of the Chiefs defense, you'd say, okay, well, the Niners defense is a lot better. And I think that there's a, there's, there's a case to be made that the Niners defense is still more talented and still better, but I don't think the gap is as big as it has been over the course of the 2019 season. Right. Yeah, I would so. agree. I mean, they're playing very well at the right time. Their pass defense is. They're playing. getting hot at the right time. Yeah,
2: that old cliche. No, their pass defense, I think, is better than their run defense, though, which is what worries me a little bit about the Chiefs' defense. It's yeah, just like their strength he was definitely really get gashed. Yeah. Like, just... How
0: many times Jimmy, Jimmy Garoppolo played the uh, throw in the
2: throw? Game? Take the over. Do the over under at ten. What would you take?
1: I'm take over. Say it over.
0: <laughs> say it over. Uh, I'm gonna say over. Yeah.
1: Because I'm thinking they're gonna be down multiple scores. Roger, have you looked at the prop bets? Oh.
0: I have looked quite a lot at the okay. props. <laughs> Give me... Uh, is there—is there anything that sticks out to you? Well, it seems
1: like Demi Lovato takes a really long time to sing the anthem. Just FYI.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> I saw that one. Yeah. That's, that's any, always... One. Any football props? What the...
1: What, <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> um. Uh, we're going... <laughs> I didn't. I didn't come prepared with any prop bets. I'm sorry. Okay,
0: that's fine. I know sometimes you, you get you get really into this. What is it? Wow. The, okay.
1: So Kendrick Bourne first touchdown. He okay. only plays in their red zone.
0: Okay. Now, the over/under for this game is moved to 54.5. Chiefs are favored by one.
1: I do think it's going to be a high-scoring. game. I agree with that. I think it's going to be the over. I hope, so. Danny.
0: 54 and a half. You said. 54 and a half. It's moved to. It started at 52.5. Yeah, I'd, say I'd say over. Roger. Yeah,
1: I mean, I, I don't see either team really getting stops.
0: Like, I I, I don't see the Niners stopping Mahomes. Well, I guess you're right. I mean, like, I feel like the, they I have defensive the t- talent, but the offensive talent is so good. The play callers are so good. I think there will be stops. I don't think it's going to be 50 to 45. I don't think it's going to be the, the Eagles Patriots Super Bowl. Right. But I don't think it's going to be the Rams Patriots Super Bowl. Yeah. And it's going to be a happy medium.
2: I agree. I agree. All right. Are we going to talk about uh, your guys' knowledge on
0: Miami? Oh, you Roger Sherman a lot of is from, Miami born experience. and born and raised in Miami. I'm not born in, I mean, <laughs> Roger Sherman is a homecoming for you. This um, is a homecoming coming for you. I I've I lived here for four years. <laughs> That's so many more years that I've lived here. <laughs> I went to school here. My uh,
1: family is from here because I'm Jewish and Cuban, and those two kind of just cross over in Miami. Uh-huh. It's like this is like the nexus point for the Cuban sure. community. Sure. Okay. Jubin? So. Uh, Jubin, yeah. Is Miami
0: a good Super Bowl host?
1: Um, everything is. So we're staying at the airport, mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> not <laughs> a hotel. We're staying at the airport. We're staying at the, <laughs> staying at the Delta Terminal. Huge.
1: I'm sleeping under the baggage claim <laughs> uh, carousel. You know where they do the yeah, the yeah. light comes on. Yeah, <laughs> I'm back there, <laughs> um, and that's really inconvenient. Um, no, well, it seems like yeah. So the the stadium is out there somewhere, yeah. and the Radio Row is here on South Beach. And our hotel is by the airport. So so far, we've just been driving. <laughs> is it
0: a, a lot of driving? I think it's a good, it's it's a good host. I think that there's been some cool Super Bowls here. Um, I think that I'm I'm glad it's here. I think New yeah. Orleans is the best because everything is so close together, and it's warm, and it's a cool place to be. But I think that this is you know a top five place.
1: I also have the hottest take, which is that I had a great time in Minnesota.
0: Yeah, I that's another place. Unique. That's in, well, they put everything in the mall there, and there's no such mall here. <laughs>
1: the the, wor- the world is a mall here. The
0: world is a mall here. Um, so, all right. Anything else you guys want to talk about this game?
2: Nothing off the top of my
1: head. We burned through Colquitts. We burned through the
0: Colquitts. Danny never decided who was the third best player in the game. I said I'm Sherman. Saying, I'm saying it's Nick Bosa. Yeah, I said Sherman. Okay. Yeah. Who's the second best player on the Chiefs? Kelsey.
1: He said Kelsey first. Yeah. Yeah. We're yeah.
2: All right. Kelsey Hill or Schwartz?
1: Schwartz is good. Schwartz is really oh, good. Oh, here we go. I've got a prop bet for okay. you. Okay. We're going under on Patrick Mahomes' 30 and a half rushing yards. I'm just, I'm just yeah. throwing that out there. You're going under? 30, 30's high. I could see I'm him going in the over. 20s and 10s. Over th- he's Scra- he's going to scramble a
2: lot, I think. And Because the 49ers, the Seahawks-style defense, which is what the 49ers Roger, I now.
0: love you. They give up a lot of rushing yards. But when Danny makes football point, I listen.
2: Well... I'm not guaranteeing anything. Sounds like a guarantee. <laughs> I mean you under. decide what you want to do with your money is my point, Why don't you guys have a side bet? There we go. That's an idea. Twenty
0: bucks. Sure. And I'm taking the over. You're Roger, the under? C- consent to this. Well,
1: I'm just saying on this website that's totally legal, it's plus one twenty five. No, but you guys disagree. We're so we're here. betting
0: we're betting right now. And I'm not getting I'm not getting the plus one twenty five on just, this. No, you're doing straight
2: out.
1: Okay, fine.
2: There we go. Twenty bucks is he, in. It's betting with his friends.
0: Okay, we'll be back all week. We're doing a podcast every single day. Robert Mays will be joining us. These guys will be back. We'll have some special guests throughout the week. So, you're going to let me back on? Uh, I was speaking in generalities. <laughs> uh, this is the Ringer NFL Show on the Ringer Podcast Network.